Well met, adventurers of Hyrule. Welcome to episode four of Breath of the Wyland, a Zelda miniseries dedicated to sharing stories from our journey to Nintendo's latest Hyruleian adventure, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken. With me, none other than Blessing Adiaye Jr. Two weeks in a row I messed that intro up. We're going strong, though. Yeah. You know what's dope, Alex? The speed of light. The speed of light is, <laughs> is, super, is super dope. Oh, my gosh. I, like I don't even remember what we were talking about. Technology. I can't remember what the, what the context was. Oh, Skype. We were like, I wonder if Skype will ever be instant, bro. And by the way, we had this this discussion on Twitter with a bunch of people this week. Whenever I say Skype, I mean Google Hangouts. I just, like, can't get it out of my brain. Oh, yeah. No, it's like it's one of those Skype. Kleenex things. Yeah. Like, Kleenex is really tissue. It's always... We, we, call, we call it all Kleenex. Actually, I just like say Coke. tissue, but yeah. Well, I, I say tissue, too. But, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that then, was a bad example. Then a, an entire Twitter <laughs> poll this week exploded because of last week. I'm so sorry, everybody. I totally forgot to edit out the part where we dropped, we DC'd from each other in Google Hangouts. And uh, and then that got into whole, somehow that turned into what does your parents, what did your parents oh, yeah. call your you system? Tweeted, you, yeah, you tweeted like, oh, sorry, I forgot to uh, uh edit out when we disconnected on skype and then somebody was like oh it's google hangouts and you're like oh i just call everybody skype just like or i call everything skype just like how i call uh how your parents called everything nintendo or yeah. no playstation and i yeah, was like wait I totally don't lost you mean nintendo? and then yeah we had this argument about like whether or not like our parents would call every game station or game system nintendo game or nintendo playstation too. and then it turned into a twitter poll and i was losing the twitter poll so i took it to facebook made a facebook poll then somehow Somehow one of the options on the Facebook poll got to infinity. Like it just replaced the number with an infinity symbol, That's which really awesome. like blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, dude, that is, that's kind of messed up. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, how did Mark Zuckerberg like I just, do that? I just want to clarify my stance. My mom and my dad knew what the game consoles were because they both played. It was mm. my stepdad, my stepmom who called them PlayStation because... That's like what was like very prominent at the time. It, it had just come out the PS2 and it was like sleeping the nation. And so she just started calling them all PlayStation instead of keeping track with because I had Xbox, PlayStation, Game Boy, Nintendo 64. So it's just yeah, easier. That makes to call sense. It. Yeah. Because like what I had growing up was an N64. Same. And then like I assumed like more parents or maybe older parents would, uh, would like deal with their kids having it like an SNES or an NES. And so they just call those like the Nintendo. Yeah. And then like. Yeah, when the PlayStation came through, I guess that's when things might have changed. But I guess there was like a split in realities and there were like two separate realities going on. Because actually then, my dad, I got an Xbox and a PlayStation. I think I think something had happened to one of my consoles. No. Yeah, all right. Well, for one, my parent, my stepmom and my dad were pretty well off. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, the year of privilege for me. And I want to say some. I I I'm pretty sure they got me a PS2 and an Xbox the same Christmas. Oh man, I could be wrong. I might have already had the PS2. In fact, I want to say that might have been it. But that would have been crazy. Regardless, my dad and my uncle opened up my Xbox ahead of time and spent got drunk and played like Xbox the entire night Christmas Eve while I was asleep. They they'd already like almost beaten Halo. Which is, it was all mine, hmm. and they, like, it's kind of messed up, but they totally opened all my stuff and played it. Aww. And then told me that they were testing to make sure it worked, and I totally <laughs> believed them. 
And then years later, That's he was amazing. like, nah, we were drunk and playing your consoles. It's like, hey, whatever. <laughs> That's you, amazing. You bought them. Yeah, but um, I don't know how we got in this conversation. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, messing up last week. I'm sorry. So, yeah. No, Speed of Light. Yeah, Speed of Light. We've had, we've had a couple people. Um, oh, yeah, Speed of Light. Man, I'm all over the place. Last week, we both came into the podcast and we're like, hey, we kind of had a bad week or a bad day. Mm-hmm. I think you were feeling it more last week. This week, I've had a really crappy day, and I'm kind of feeling oh, it this man. week. I'm sorry. I feel you. I feel like the last week for me in podcast has been that. Like, even on the OKB's OK podcast, I was listening back to it, and, like, I started off the podcast, like, yo, what's up? Welcome uh, to OKB's OK podcast. I'm blessing. This is Ian. And Ian was like, yeah, you're in negative blessing mode. And I was like, man, I must be. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I and I listened to it. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I was. Uh, Those are always the worst shows because you like you go in like you're like I'm fine I'm maintaining nobody can tell and then you yeah. listen back and you're like wow that was terrible yeah but at least for that show like the topic was like uh, racist YouTubers and so it kind of fit well because yeah. I got to take out my anger on them yeah <laughs> and so it, it 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 fed into a good place I always find if I'm in a a bad mood which I'm doing the opposite of this week because we haven't even gotten to the show yet. I always find that a shorter episode is just easier to get through because it's and it doesn't oh, yeah. really happen very often. But it's like sometimes you just have a bad week and you're still you're still like required. You want to be consistent with your audience and like with the people mm-hmm. who have like supported you. You want to like be there for them, too. And so sometimes you just have to you just have to fake it till you make it. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I find that the longer podcasts like 40, 30 minutes in, it's like Alex is losing steam. And I'm sure people have been able to tell before. So mm-hmm. if I'm having a bad week, I'm like, let's do a shorter episode. Um, mm-hmm. And I can like I can easily like be upbeat for that whole thing. But yeah, oh, yeah. Here's the deal, and this is this might motivate you. Is yesterday I captured the footage for this episode for mm-hmm. the YouTube version of this episode. Yeah, and I think I only captured maybe like 58 minutes. And so if you go over 58 minutes, then uh, I don't know, <laughs> but I mean that's your motivation. <laughs> if you if you want to like rush this episode, I've already burned ten minutes. Oh yeah, we got we got to talk about two dungeons this week. Minute. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. I got extra <laughs> footage anyway, and so maybe it's not that no, it's not that fine. big of an issue. But just FYI. Okay, all right. I'll start my countdown timer. Um. So yeah. So what if? How are you feeling about Zelda? You beat it last week. I know yeah. you've been kind of. Yeah, just, it's been just nice. T- tell me what you've been doing. Yeah. So. I've been kind of just chilling like so if you're watching the video version of this then uh you get you have a perfect idea of how, of what I've been doing since I beat the game because pretty much I've just been like going places like so yesterday seeing the world. I'm getting, I'm, yeah I've just been seeing the world just been like visiting different uh places different uh vacation spots chilling yeah. hanging out uh I've been doing this thing where I just pull up the map and I'm like okay what places have uh, le- uh, less shrines than the others that I've uncovered or yeah. like what place or I'll look at the map and be like okay I'll scroll scroll in be like okay what what names what places have like cool names right or what places have like unique names that I'm like oh that must mean something yeah or, no, oh that place has like horse in the name or that place has like dragon in the name or that place has like this in the name I don't know if there's any place with a dragon in the name but like I'll go with places with like cool names or I'll like go there places actually that is have, a like, place with a dragon name in it oh nice sick and Gerudo. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I went there in the video, actually. I might have. Oh, really? I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I'll just, like, scroll uh, 
scroll in on the map and just look at places that look interesting or that yeah. have like structures on them. And so like I did this thing yesterday where like in like the Gerudo area, um, there's like a skull kind of looking thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to go there because I haven't been there. I went there and I was like, oh, this place is awesome. Um, and then like I like scroll a little bit to the right and there is like this like oasis kind of area. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go there and see what's there. And that was kind of lame. But like it was cool to just see that see what was there. I think I got maybe a, a either a Korok seed or maybe a chest or something. I had something that was like not that significant, but it was cool enough that I was like, oh, cool. I, at least I've been here now. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. It's been pretty satisfying to do. Like I've been discovering quite a few interesting things mm-hmm. um, and quite a few things that I'm surprised I didn't come by while playing the um, but while before beating the game. Um, and so, yeah, I've been in, I've been enjoying my time, even though I've like beat like the main story. The main game. I'm kind of looking forward to getting there because right now I feel like I've been well, one, we've been doing the show and there's kind of like an onus to have something to talk about. Right. So you kind of want to make mm-hmm. progress uh, and I knew that we were going to be talking about these dungeons. So that was kind of my, my priority this week. And, uh, and so I, I only have one dungeon left and I'm kind of like ready just to finish it, beat Ganon, see how the story unfolds. And then after that kind of, kind of do what you're doing, just clean up. And like, I've, I've skipped a ton of side quests mm-hmm. um, that don't really like, it's like, Oh, my dad's over there with snowmen or something or like a snowbird. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know this if is not urgent. I'll come back to this. Like I barely do any side quests. Like I did a couple uh, when I first began the game, but mm-hmm. like at a certain point I just didn't do any because like I didn't really find most of them that interesting. Yeah. Or like there will be somewhere like there a lot of them are like, go collect this thing for me. Like I need like ten uh ten plants of this variety. Yeah. And like a lot of times I already have it on me. Uh and so I'll do that. Uh but yeah, most of the time, like during for side quests, I kind of skip them over, but I might have a thing where I might go back and just do a bunch of them just to see how it is. Um but yeah, yeah that's kind of just been me and side quests. I think I've given up on a hundred percent in this game. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. The fact that there are nine hundred Korok seeds. Oh yeah. There's absolutely no way I'm And I actually looked it. up what you get for doing that. And it's amazing. Um, that's hey, is it? Google <laughs> like it. Amazing I would say like Google lame. it. Um, I might do that because I'm never going to get it. Yeah, I, I would say if you are, and I mean amazing and like, I don't want to mislead you and say go get 900 Korok seeds. Like it's not that kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say just Google it, everybody. I think it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, um, you, yeah, I'm not going to 100% this game. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm just going to main quest finish it within within a day or two and then um kind of clean up after that. Yeah. So it's weird because cleaning up doesn't even feel like cleaning up. It feels like you're just continuing to explore. Yeah. Like yeah. usually like in other games like when I beat Shadow of Mordor, I beat it then I was like, well, I've gotten far enough. Like I've beat like seven I've uh complete 70% of this game and I like I'm far enough to where I can platinum it. And so I'm just going to do the rest of the stuff and like clean up. With this game like I beat it but like once I beat it, it said that I had 14% done. And so I was like, so I'm like, I don't know if I can really like go back and do everything. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much, I, I know I'm pretty much going to be playing this game for like probably forever. But uh, at this point, it just, does, it does just feel like now I'm going to play the game. Like before I felt like, okay, I'm going to accomplish this thing or I'm going to defeat this goal. Now I'm just like, I'm just going to play this game, which is like a weird thing that I didn't know. I didn't think I'd get out of this game. I don't get out of many games is I'm just going to like, I'm just going to be in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do my Zelda thing. Yeah. 
my link thing. I don't know. And I'm curious how that'll that'll happen with me because I've never mm-hmm. been one to go back after I beat a man came to clean up. That's just not been me. But mm-hmm. there is a lot that I want to see. There's a lot I think that you can do in this game that I didn't realize. Like just things that have been hinted at that I'm like, oh, I should go back and do that after I finish the main game. Like certain pieces of items that you can get if you like complete all the air, all the quests in an area. Um stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Let's dive in to Re- uh, Rito Village. This is the... And again, we've, we've had a couple people ask about spoilers. We are assuming that you've made it to this part of the game and beaten it. Is that the assumption now? Um. Yes. We're going to spoil yeah. Rito Village. We're, We're going to spoil, spoil Rito, Rito Village and uh, Gruta later. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't gotten to those parts of the game and you care about spoilers... Um, then I would recommend coming back after you get to those points. Um, or, I mean, you know, just have yeah. it spoiled for you. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. What were your thoughts? So last week we talked about Zora's Domain. Uh, we kind of broke down the boss. I f- figured we'd do the same this week. How did you like Rito Village compared to compared to Zora's Domain and also just compared to the other Divine Beast areas? Uh, Rito Village was probably like the, the, it's, it's hard because like if I take away the music of Rito Village, then it's like the least, like it's the most underwhelming. Dude, the out music of all is the, so good. Yeah. That's the thing is I got there and like heard the music and the music somehow uplifted that whole a- area of the game where yeah. I was like, oh, I can accept it. Cause this music is just so good. I use it in my review. Like the music yep. is just so like, it's peaceful, but then like it builds in such a way that it's like. It, it it hits like perfectly. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting because I haven't played Wind Waker, and so I wasn't familiar with the Rito people. And so I got there, and then I looked it up because I was like, the Rito sound like a familiar group of people. And then mm-hmm. I learned they're like, oh yeah, they're uh they were in Wind Waker, but they're like humans dressed up as like bird people instead of actual like. Were bird they in people. Skyward Sword? I couldn't remember. They probably were. Since I didn't I get far in, in Skyward Sword, yeah. but it would make sense I didn't play if it they all. were. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the Rito, the, the as a, as a people or as a race of people, they're cool. Um, Agreed. They're actually probably my favorite race in the game. I, yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah, I can see that maybe. They're just um, kind of like baller, like archers, and they fly. I don't know. Yeah, like everybody is I, so horny for Prince Sidon. I'm like, have you met Tiba? Which one was Tiba? He was like the dude who like attacked the thing with you, attacked the divine beast, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The white what, bird. He, he's like he struck me as like a, I don't know. He's like Daryl from Walking Dead. Like he he struck me as that that type. Maybe not Daryl. He was just chill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought he, he, and like he did his thing. Like I don't know. I thought he was baller. I, he's like one of my favorite characters. He, he doesn't have as much personality sure. aside, and I, I just think he he does it more effortlessly. Like he's just like yeah, for the good of the of his people. Like, well, Sup, kid. Like I felt like he had that like. He had like an attitude about him that I was like, oh, I can, I want more of this guy. And then like, I actually have about 10 all or 11 photos me. of Tiba flying through the air. I was like, dude, <laughs> this dude's so cool. I'm taking pictures. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> the, so I wish, I wish the game kind of, it, and I, it, it does do this, but I wish it did, it did it more where like it spread more of the races of people out yeah more so through the game so that you see you see more of them around because like it does it does a cool thing of like you go to gerudo and you see like a goron you, lady there yeah, you see a or rito you, yeah 
and like you you can kind of see different races in different places i didn't mean for that for that to rhyme but um and i guess it makes sense that that this is the case but like you go to like rito village and you're like oh like all these people are like ritos like oh like i don't know it just feels it does yeah it feels segregated and in a, in, a, in a weird and it, it makes sense story-wise like it's not like a story issue or like a lore issue or anything like that but yeah. it just for like the player to get more of a sense of like this is a big world with like a diverse amount Cast. of people yeah it would have been kind of cool to like see more like instead of just hylians mm-hmm. you see in like hyrule field you get more of like the you get like more zoras or more uh grudos or or whatever yeah. uh, i feel like that would have been would have been more cool um but yeah like i don't know the the rito village as far as far as like the the location itself uh it's cool i wish i do wish it was more grand or i wish it was more like wish yeah, it's it had kind more, of, it's a, it's a bit quaint isn't it yeah like you get there and like you're like oh cool it's a tree house yeah and like and you and you do the, st- the stuff there i wanted it to how be like f- a tree city yeah exactly uh how do you feel about like the the quest uh to get to the divine beast it was th- probably the easiest one i've done so far Mm-hmm. You literally just got to go. I just, it's right on the mini map or on the main map. I have my mini map disabled. Um, mm-hmm. And it was super easy. It was a little, uh, a challenge where you had to like, you essentially had to shoot five arrows at targets in the, in the air. I did it in 30 seconds. Um, and then nice. we were fighting the divine beast. Um, yeah. What, what did you think? Like last week we kind of talked about is one mission enough and, Kind of taking it a step further, this one mission was literally like ten minutes long. By the time you got to, so this one took me longer because I got there and I didn't have arrows on me, oh. and I didn't realize that there were arrows like in this dude's like cottage or whatever. Yeah, and so I left the place and I just like went to a couple different villages to like try and find somebody to sell me like the regular arrows. Yeah, um, and so that took me some time. Which and I, I, and I, I got wish back those there. were more readily available. I do. If yeah, you have I a do too. Like, you should have regular. Yeah. Uh, so I got I got back to the place and I was like, oh, you had arrows right here for me. Um, but yeah, I agree that, that that one quest was like a super like easy and quick thing to get to get to the divine beast. And yeah. like, I wish there was more you, build up like we said last week, especially yeah, in Rito. If, yeah, if you were just like skip all the dialogue, then I feel like you would have been in. The, I, you would have gone from like discovering Rito to being at the divine beast in like maybe like eight minutes. Like if you just skipped like all like the cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, we'll talk about it later. I feel like Gerudo actually is very ni- nicely paced leading up to the Divine Beast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, Rito, it's just like, boom, boom, we're there. Yeah, it's weird. It, it, it feels like this maybe was like, as a whole, they didn't really put as much work into it. Um, except for the music, because the music is perfect. But like, if, it, it really feel, is. It feel, like the location itself is small. The quest is quick. Uh, yeah. the, the, uh, activity to get into the divine beast, like the kind of like divine beast battle thing. Another situation three, going four on. minutes. Yeah. Like it was quick, but also I, I think I, I want to say I liked it more than the others. I did. I did uh, as well. Yeah. Like the one, I, that's where yeah. I really like, I, I was talking about T-Bell. Like I felt like it was like this like camaraderie between us, even though I, I just met him as a player. Like he was like, mm-hmm. And then I, I saw where he like got hit by like spoilers. He gets damaged and he fall and he like goes down. Um, mm-hmm. Like he can't make it to the beast. So he flies back and I saw that happen. I was like, Oh, I thought he wasn't supposed to 
like I just noted, like he went through the shield or whatever. I was like, he's gonna get mm-hmm. damaged, and then actually he did end up getting damaged. So that it was fine. But I mm-hmm. felt like that whole thing was just like, I felt like a baller, like just dropping through the sky and just like yeah. shoot, like to like to dodge the uh, the cannons. Like you just fall and then slow motion. Like I felt like it was really cool. Um, yeah, like it does. Kind the of game does a good on. job of like making those epic moments like feel epic yeah even though they're like pretty easy like they still feel like oh i'm doing some things right now like i'm gliding through the air i'm like sl- i'm doing the slow-mo arrows yep i'm like i'm fl- i'm flying like it and it does that for all of the i think for pretty much all of the uh divine beast battles like it made it turns into an epic situation uh for the most part yeah even i think the I like one kind of fell flat How you yeah i can see that, that. One? Uh-huh. that one kind of annoyed me a little bit we'll get to that yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that, that one so how'd you feel about the dungeon? So I so I definitely like both Rito and Gerudo's dungeons better than Zora's. Um mm-hmm. I kind of like just the general vibe and aesthetic of Rito Village of that Divine Beast, uh Rhoda, I can't remember the name of it. Um Oh yeah. Because there are moments when you like unlock like hatches and then you fly out into the sky and then you fly in another door like i don't mm-hmm. know i did that a lot on this divine beast like i would just jump off the divine beast paraglide down underneath of it and i don't know i really enjoyed that aspect of it um and i did a lot of things unconventionally because of that which is how many of- how many how many how many of the terminals did you get before you got the map or did you get any before you got the map um I want to say I had one before I got the map. Mm-hmm. How how one. long did it take you? I want to say that one. I mean, I got the map and then it was it was just like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. I want to say it took me half an hour okay. total to complete the dungeon. I would say I, I, an hour for the puzzles or half an hour okay. for the puzzles. Gotcha. Yeah, I think my I'm I might have been the same. Like I got there and I kind of just zoomed right through it. Yeah. Like I got there and I think I accidentally found like three of the terminals before I even got the map. Like I like I was straight up just like landing on terminals or I'll like go through a room and like oh there's a ter- there's a terminal. Actually uh, no, I think I'm confusing myself with Gerudo one because I just did that one. I did mm-hmm. something. I didn't get as many as you, but I did do. I, I know I did at least two without the map because yeah. they were like right there. What's the mechanic for that one again? Is that the one where like you just like, tilt? You tilt because you're flying. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, that one. I I think I got to a terminal that I wasn't actually supposed to get to because I floated a weird way. Same um, yeah. into like this terminal. Yeah. Um, and so like I I think the design for that one is cool. Like the bird, like the bird thing and being in the air, like that feeling of being up there is cool. It's like a giant hover uh, ship. It's, also. It's neat. This doesn't have to do with the dungeon, but like, did you get the um the clothes set for Rito? Yes. Like, did you bu- buy it at the store? Yep. Dude, that clothes set is fresh. I think that's like my favorite like it is. set of the, clothes. Uh, it's just like it's like the sweats of Zelda. I yeah, feel like like it, it's chill and it's like it's it's light. Like, no, this is gonna sound like I'm making like a pun or something, but it's it's light. It's lighter. Uh, I feel like than like <laughs> all the other sets. Like everything else is it's like so pretty serious. like. Yeah, serious or like maybe like the color palette is more like hardcore or yeah. something like that. But this one, it just feels like everything just feels lifted. And maybe yeah. I, maybe I, maybe I am making that connection to like the Ritos. Maybe that's what I'm doing. But like it, 
I don't know. It, 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 it's fresh me. Like, I would rock that in real life, what he was wearing. <laughs> I was just like, I actually still run around rock in it. that outfit still a lot, except for in the desert. Yeah. Because I got overheated. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that set. It, it is mm. probably my favorite. I wish I have the, like, the knight's armor. Not the ancient armor, but the knight's armor. And I really like that chest piece. I wish I had the full set of that. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as full sets go, I think it's either going to be the stealth one that you get in Sheikah Village, or it's going to be the Rito. I can't decide. Wait, did you say Ch- Sheikah Village? Or not Sheikah, Kakariko. Are you talking about Kakariko? Yeah. Okay, I got really excited for a second. I was like, there's a Sheikah Village? <laughs> <laughs> no, Kakariko. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. So yeah, my probably aesthetically and just design, I don't know, it's... We'll get to it later, but Gerudo's a pretty neat design, uh, just in how it functions and plays together. But mm-hmm. I would say just like the general feel of it, I really enjoyed uh that the the Rito's Divine Beast. And I felt like I agree. the boss how'd... was the boss was pretty they're all pretty easy. Um Yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, how how do you feel about the boss? It well, I honestly so ever since I took out the Zora boss without any arrows, I've kind of like been reactionary to that and therefore i've kind of taken out all the bosses with mostly arrows um mm-hmm. just because it was such a pain the first the first dungeon without them so it's kind of like no i'm gonna have yeah. plenty of arrows for this this one i th- i think arrows might be actually like required actually i don't know if they're required he gets up in the air- out of arrows you can there was a couple yeah. times where i shot myself up into the air and like did a sh- like a sword swipe down on top of him uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you definitely arrows make it a lot easier. I think what might've made it hard to, for boss design is the fact that like they have to account for you either like not having a certain thing or you like that, that they, they have to like make sure they, they make the boss beatable in all situations. Yeah. Um, because like I, I, for a second I was like, I think arrows might be required to beat this boss, but like thinking about it more, like if I don't think for that boss, I don't think there was any way to like get more arrows. Like I don't think there was a way they dispensed arrows for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you didn't have arrows going in, that would have been meant you're screwed. Yeah. Um, which is like, that was, I thought that way about the bosses like a lot, um, which I think might've made the bosses easier for me because I think, I think that way a lot when it comes to, uh, when it comes to approaching games that have like puzzle elements, I always mm-hmm. think of, think of, okay, what are the developers thinking? Yeah. And it's more, how would they, how would they design this? Um, uh, which is why I think, most of the uh, divine beasts were easy for me. Um, but yeah, going into this boss for me, I, f- I felt like it was super easy. Like, I don't think, I think you said like you didn't die at all. Um, nope. I, I haven't think you, yet you to die you during a boss fight. Yeah. And I, I've, I've only died twice during boss fights. And it was once during the, uh, uh, Zora boss and once during the Gerudo boss. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I haven't died at all during the boss fight. Even like the, the final boss fight, I didn't even die. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so like, I don't know. I, I I I can't even remember what the gimmick for for the Rito one was. Like, did the Rito boss have like a weird? I, I don't think he really had. Thing. I felt like he was. Uh, he like summoned minions that would go and attack you. Oh yeah, yeah little yeah, yeah. flying balls. I want to say, but he didn't. I hit him so quickly, he didn't really have a chance to hit me with him. I want to say. Hmm. That one was like you could just pummel him. I felt like, yeah. Whereas I think I remember like going through cannot. that one pretty easily. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, aside from, 
I don't want to say I don't, I didn't like the dungeon because I I thought the dungeon was like cool looking as as far as like a design uh like aesthetically like it was cool like the 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 the, the whole vibe I get from the Rito section is dope. Yeah. Um agreed. But as far as like a mechanic standpoint I wasn't like too impressed with it. I think it, it pales in comparison to the next the next one we'll talk about. Yeah. Do you want to get into the next one? Yeah, we can. Yeah. I feel like we've kind of exhausted Rito like Yeah. It's very again it's very quick. There's not much to talk about. Um I, I didn't do many of the side, I didn't do any of the side quests. That's one of the ones I'm going to come back to. But uh, yeah, I like the the music is like the best part of that whole thing. The music and just the general like style that the Rito possess. And I like yeah. the character design. There's, and you get the I think after the you beat the quest, boss, you get the dope era, the dope bow. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The side quests I think might be even better in Rito villages than other areas because I actually I think I did maybe one or two side quests there. And there seems to be like a lot of children in Rito Village. Really, weirdly enough, yeah. Um, and uh, there's a side quest you get with that invo- that involves uh, a couple of the children, um, and that stuff was cool. Just like talk to them and kind of get, even though like there's no voice acting for like the dialogue for, uh, between like the children and stuff, you still kind of get like this childish vibe from them. Yeah, uh, which which is pretty fun. Uh, and yeah, like there there's some cool stuff going on um, in the mountains in that area too. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, and so I don't know. That, that was a pretty fun thing uh, to check out as far as like the side quests and stuff. And I still need to go back and and, and do that stuff for Rito and all the other areas too. Um, but from what I did see from Rito was pretty cool. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and jump into Ger- uh, Gerudo Town, and just I feel like I have more to talk about in this one as well. Um, more stuff to break down. So you get to mm-hmm. this this place. It's in the middle of the desert. Um, it was kind of a pain to get out there. Like. I tried I tried jumping from a nearby tower and just flying there and then ran out mm-hmm. of stamina and just had to run for like five, ten minutes. Um but so you get there, there's a shrine outside, immediately mark that. I still haven't done that shrine actually. I'm saving it for later. Um and you're not allowed access to the town. Mm-hmm. And so here's where things get kind of like interesting because you have to go down to a, an outpost to the south. It's like a, a bazaar, a like separate market. Um, and you meet a person there who you have to buy women's clothes from, which I thought the whole experience was like really awkward and kind of poorly, Hilarious. poorly handled. But not even, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm I'm ignorant. Sometimes Wait, you, of this or, stuff. You, or just, you didn't really like it as far as like the how they implemented it. No, no, no I, I thought it was just the NPC that you get it from was like it was weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of ignorant to like the I'm 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 learning, but I'm ignorant to a lot of things, and I felt like, <laughs> and I I'll be the first one to it was, admit that it was pretty Japanese, right? Yeah, like I don't know. I felt like it was it was weird. There was like a I couldn't tell if the person was transgender or cross dresser or what that you get the stuff yeah. from, and I was just like, this seems like it could have been handled better. Uh, and then I feel you, and then you like. The way that like Link reacts to the person, it, it was, it's just I don't I don't know how I don't know what their intentions were, and I felt like they mm-hmm. weren't conveyed correctly. Like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel as a player. Like um, it, it was it was interesting, it was, but yeah, that part for me was like so weird and like so like out there that I was just, just kind of like okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, like I kind of ran with it. I found it to be like whole like. It was fun. It was funny in the moment because it's so left field from like the rest of the game. It, like, it really it, is. Like, yeah, like it didn't. It did not fit at all. Yeah. But I was, 
I was pretty okay with that because I was like, I kind of need something to like mix things up. Even though like Gerudo, the Gerudo area in general is, is a lot different from the rest of the game mm-hmm. yeah. um, in general. Uh, but that stuff, uh, the, the lead up to it kind of annoyed me a little bit because I couldn't figure it out. Same here. Uh, it took me about 45 minutes to figure out where I was supposed to go to get the clothes. Yeah, like I tried here. using and the power that I got. Oh yeah, we didn't say after you beat the Rito boss, you get the power of flight, like a mm-hmm. boosted flight, essentially, where you like launch mm-hmm. yourself off the ground in like a in a gust of wind. So I tried doing mm-hmm. that, using that power to get into Gerudo from the top, get kicked out, and it's just like, it's a huge pain. And you're like, okay, yeah. where's this bizarre? The, the walls are pretty low too, and so I just I tried climbing and stuff. Oh yeah, and immediately get kicked out. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like the the so, and I get I get I guess it's more my fault than the game's fault because I like I when I talked to the characters, um, they kind of led me in the right direction of like oh like this person they they run back and forth in the or no not they run back and forth uh they they're usually in the market or something like that and I went to the market and I talked to people and they're like oh yeah there's this weird person in the store then I I looked in the store and I was like, I can't find them but then like I talked to people in the store and they're like oh there's this weird top. person on top of the store yeah. Um, and found them. So it was, it was a good day. I think they led the player. Yeah, well I did. Enough, I enjoyed that part. I, I did enjoy that part. Once I got to the yeah. bizarre, I was like, okay, cool. They're up top. I like that. It's one, it's one of those things where like the quest is open enough in the fact that they don't, the fact that they don't give you a waypoint in this like huge open world. And the fact that the quest is like open enough makes it kind of frustrating. Like you, yeah. you, you get, you see that and you're like, oh man, I don't know where I'm supposed to go from here. Yeah. And I know they want me to go to a very specific place. Uh, and that's all, I think that's always like a, a kind of a frustrating thing, but like once you find it, you're like, oh, okay, cool. That wasn't, it wasn't as hard as I originally might've thought. Uh, uh, I had something else. I forgot what it was. Um, but yeah, like the, the cross-dressing thing I thought was interesting. I think, I thought it was hilarious when Link had to like put on the clothes <laughs> and like, I feel like, like Link looked weirdly like feminine. It I don't worked. know. I, I want to I want to like look up like how people felt about this part of the game because I think I saw uh, in some places that like it, so- it sounded like some people might have had like a-, a few issues with it. Other people probably didn't care. Um, yeah, I just didn't know what I, I felt like it could have been written better because I wasn't sure if what they were doing. I don't know. I didn't know what it was just weird. I didn't know how to feel. Mm. And I felt like it could have uh, been like more clear by the writing in the game. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's fair. They they really didn't come to like a conclusion on what was going on. Yeah, there. it was really confusing. And then I was like, just, are, then yeah. I just felt weird. I was like, what just happened? And then yeah, it was. And it does. It, game does this weird thing where like the character, uh, like the cross dressing character, never says like they're a man. I think I think they're saying they're a woman the whole time. But you're like, yeah, but uh, you're like accusing them they're a man, and I was just like, yeah, it was just like what, yeah. And then like you do it, and then like you go to the menu, and it's like. Oh, you got, or I forgot what it was somewhere. I think somehow the game like definitely like says like, oh, it's a man. And you're like, but he says he's a woman, but like, and he looks like you can't really tell from the way he's dressed and the way he's acting. It's, it, it, it's a funny thing. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, but, I definitely like, I could totally <laughs> see somebody being super offended. I could see somebody not really caring. Like, I, I think it yeah. just could have been a, for me, like. I just didn't know what what they were trying to convey. I was still I was kind of confused. I kept talking to the Gerudo woman, uh-huh. uh, running back and forth from Gerudo Village back to the uh, marketplace or whatever. Yeah. 
um the one who's like who's like flirting with you or like who thinks you're flirting with her yeah um because i kept thinking that oh it's her or him i don't know it's it's her and like and i get and i feel like that might have been like a misdirection i couldn't tell yeah uh the one that's like right outside the base when you first get there no no okay there's one there's one that keeps running back and forth oh okay and you talk to them and then she's like are you in love with me or something like that i don't know yeah. If you go back, you'll definitely notice her because she's just she's just jogging. Yeah, I felt like the Gerudo, um, just that general starting area, like just took a bit too long to get started. Um, but then, like right after that, you you kind of go talk to the leader, and then they send you on a quest to get this helmet, the Thunder Helm. Oh, dude! And I felt I like that was a really part. fun quest. That was a really great one because you like you go infiltrate the Yuga Clan. Well, first of all, you get to uh, ride uh, Sand Seals there. Oh yeah, which is a well. Lot you, of fun. you do that later, right? Don't you do that during like the uh, divine beast battle? You thing? can do it beforehand. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. I took a I, I took like, a seal to you claim base. Dang. So what I did, I I had actually discovered the you clan before this quest. Yeah, like their base. Oh, really? But I couldn't get in. Yeah, like I discovered it because like I got there and I couldn't figure out how to get in. So I was like, I'm just gonna like look around this area. Yeah. Uh, and so I found like the tower. Um, and I found like, a I like already like kind of explored all that area. Um, and then I found this area, like the Yuga clan area, but I had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. And then like, I, 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 uh, ran up towards like the path leading that way. Uh, and I came across like the Yuga soldiers, whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, and I fought them and I got to like the entrance and like the entrance is just closed off. Like you can't go inside. Oh, weird. And I was just like, is this, is this what I think it is? Like, is this like their hideout? And I tried to like get in and I couldn't. Um, so I just marked on the map and I was like, this is going to come back later. I can already tell this is going to come back later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that was actually a really cool thing that I, like for me when I found it, um, it was like the first intentional stealth moment of the game. I felt like in a lot of yeah. parts. Um, yeah, the stealth, the stealth stuff in there. I don't know how I feel about it. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I had to restart a couple times cause I, I had the alarm sounded on me and that was just a huge pain. Um, yeah, but I did make it through stealth I think it's, all the way. It's hilarious how much they love bananas. Yes, that that was, also, that was like really my favorite funny. part. <laughs> and their yeah. their animation oh, when they see the bananas, they're like, "Ooh, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun, uh, really whimsical." Um, and then the, the boss, uh, the boss, Yiga, the the Yiga, I can't talk. The Yiga Clan boss mm -hmm. is hilarious. I think. Oh yeah, uh, really, that was, that was a really too. fun one. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that moment. I felt like that is by far so far of what I've played the best pre divine beast quest. It felt like an actual yeah. quest. It didn't feel like an errand, you know? Like yeah, exactly. Do. Like it felt, it, it was this whole thing that like it progressed the story, uh, in this like interesting way. I'm not even like progressed the story, but it developed the, the kind of lore of what's going on because like yeah. throughout the whole game, you have the clan after you and like appearing and like trying to take you out. And so, and you know, like, okay, the clan exists. They're like, very yeah. involved in what's going on with me personally mm -hmm. and so like you get to this area of the game and you're like oh cool okay i'm gonna go to this you claim base and like take out the boss and then that was a moment like that like that felt like a important thing that you did um as like opposed to like the rito stuff where like you're just like fine uh, shooting arrows and like the zora stuff was like somewhere in between both of those whereas like you see a lionel and you and you i guess that was like a stealth moment uh unless you fight the lionel which you're crazy if you do, but like I fought and uh, defeated my first Lionel today. By the way, oh nice! I have I still haven't beat one. Like they, they to me they're just not worth it. 
Yeah, I, I just I would say it is not worth it. After no, after seeing what, get they, any, like, what they drop, I'm like, won't be doing worth this it. again. <laughs> Wasted like ten things of health, like ten oh, recipes I had made. But yeah, like the the Yiga boss was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I really like that boss battle. I feel like that boss battle uh, might have been one of my more favorite ones uh, in the game because it felt more involved. Like I don't know if I died during it. I can't. I don't think I died. Dur- I might have died once actually. Now that I think about it, I might have died once. Uh, but that one I felt like in- required more thought. Yeah. Uh, that one I wasn't able to just like get immediately. That one I, ac- I actually had to like think about it for a second. Yeah, um, I agree. And so that one was fun. Uh, and then yeah, like you get you get uh from there you get like right into the boss battle. Yep. Or not boss battle, but like you return, you complete the quest, and then you get into like the the battle with like the divine beast. Yeah, so you said this part frustrated you. Um like the just the the shooting the heels of the divine beast, that at least for me, it it was kind of really annoying. Yeah, specifically staying within like the area yes, that you have I felt to like because like it was so easy, like I felt like the main the character that you were being escorted by Riju, I think her name is. I can't remember. She was like inconsistent. I felt like in the movement of the sea. I don't. I, it was not handled well, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. That part was just it was annoying. But at least like at least it was brief. Is the only thing. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't that like that much of a thing to me since I it was like only like a probably like a five five to ten minute thing. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like that part was annoying, but. Uh, the divine beast itself, I think, is probably my favorite divine beast. Yeah, like, yeah, like I really, it, it's enjoyed... really intricate, and I really enjoyed that. Like, it, it kind of stumped me a couple times. It's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, yeah, same here. Like, yeah, the the mechanic around it, like the twisting of the three of the torso uh, inner yeah. layers of it, the, like the torso of it, I thought was done. Like, as soon as I saw that that was the mechanic, I was like, oh. I'm really going to enjoy this because this looks like it has depth to it and looks like I'm going to have to think about it. And then it took me about that, 15 minutes to figure out even what I was supposed to do. Like I didn't yeah, like yeah, I saw the, the main electricity. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. Like I did the electricity thing on accident. Same. Um, yeah, exactly. When it happened. Yeah. Like when it happened, I was like, Oh, okay. I still, I, I didn't really get what was going on, but like when it, when it started, I was like, okay, well I'm not going to leave or I'm not going to change it from here. Cause I had to like, figure out like i feel like i feel like i just discovered something that i wasn't supposed to discover yeah um and like i I tweeted I, I messaged you on twitter this that like uh the shrines in like this in the specific areas i feel like teach you are supposed to teach you the mechanic of that divine beast once you get there mm-hmm. because like yesterday as i was playing i discovered a shrine and that shrine had like electricity stuff going on and i was like oh if i knew like if i how i feel worked. like if i discovered th- these shrines like i would have yeah i would have figured out like oh this is how um, it works in the dungeon. Yeah. But like, yeah, I got to the dungeon. I, and, I, and um, I like this dungeon because it felt like I was doing, doing things um, uh, progressively. Like, yeah, it felt layered in a way. Like once I figured out like, Oh, okay, this thing is moving in th- in this weird way. Okay. I, oh, okay. looks like I, I connected it or I, I, I connected it in, in this way that is making like everything kind of work in this divine beast and so i'm gonna go i'm gonna stay i'm gonna keep it in this state i'm gonna try and do everything i can okay i'm gonna come back Mm -hmm. now i have to like maneuver it so that i can get to this other side okay now i now i'm here yep okay now i can kind of maneuver maneuver around here okay no now there's this like more electric stuff that i have to figure out um and kind of learning how that stuff works and even like without i feel i feel like it was even better like that i didn't do the shrine because learning how the electric stuff was fun i kind of think people should kind of just 
almost do dungeons first if they wanted them to be yeah. challenging. Yeah, like I think I think that's a good point that like I think part of why um maybe even like the Goron and like the um Rito Shrine were easy for me was because I knew like already I like I was like, oh I already know this. I already know all this. Like I'm I'm already ready for this. Yeah. Um even like the I guess we'll get to the Goron one probably next week. Yeah, but, like, I those figure mechanic- next week we can talk about Death Mountain and then Ganon, probably. Yeah, um, because like even in the Goron one, there was one mechanic that I wasn't familiar with mm-hmm. uh, until like, and I had to like figure it out um, progressively. And that one was kind of annoying. But this one, like the electricity, learning the electricity in this dungeon was actually pretty fun because um, the way, well, one the way it works is like actually like really cool and like it's re- it feels like really advanced for this game. It even does. Though, like, this it's game like, itself, huh, okay. Yeah, like the game itself isn't like it's not like a it's not like a novice game. It's not like an indie not not that indie games are novice or anything, but like it's it has this cartoon vibe to it, but it's actually yeah. like a very like smart, intelligent game in the way that it works, especially like in its regards. And I wrote this in my put this in my review that you should check it on on the OKBC YouTube channel. I like the the way the game approaches stuff like physics, electricity, um uh different just like natural natural phenomena wind fire yeah how it picks up wind how like like all the different physics stuff is probably it's probably i probably not played a more intelligent game in this and the in the way this stuff is handled like even portal 2 which like i love portal 2 i don't know if portal 2 even like handled like sciencey stuff as well well, as like this game is handling it um because like even like uh there was this video from nick robinson where he's in this dungeon and he's connecting some of the the electricity stuff and there's like a, there's like a ball, like a metal ball that you're supposed to use for these things. Yep. And instead, like he's like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna take out all my swords, all my metal swords, and connect them in a way that that also makes this work. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, dude, I need to send you the video because that is awesome. Uh, instead of because fi- there's two balls you're supposed to find, yep. no pun intended. And like instead of finding the second ball, he he uses he um uses the electricity from the first ball by connecting all the swords from the first ball to the second pad dang and makes the dungeon go that way and it's crazy like and you can make work you can make work that way and you just have to, like a lot of this a lot of this game is just being smart about the way you approach things yep. like there was a, there was a different shrine that i was in where um instead of using like i think i was supposed to use the ball or something instead of using like the ball there was a chest that i found and i was like oh this is a metal chest and so i used that instead of instead of the ball um really is that so, the conveyor belt one maybe i can't remember oh, which okay. one it was i just remember using a chest yeah, and yeah. being like oh yes um that's awesome and so yeah like the way this the um the way this dungeon uses electricity stuff is is super cool um i kind of cheesed the- my way i got stuck on the bottom floor and so i went outside and used uh rito's power i forget the guy's name uh the, but the, the power oh, yeah, yeah. we were talking about earlier and kind of mm-hmm. jumped up on the top of the divine beast. And then I found out, Oh, there's, there's more than one. Like then I kind of figured out everything else. And after I did that, mm-hmm. everything kind of fell into place for me. Nice. Yeah. Like the, the fact that the game allows you to do that stuff is sick. Like yeah. the fact that, that it's that open. Um, and I pro- this probably, I probably said this like a million times, but like, I don't know. It just strikes me as, is so genius. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably why this dungeon is one of my favorites. Is that is that like everything, every these complex ideas connect together mm-hmm. um, in a very good way, and it's fun to kind of just play around with and figure out. I got stuck on like the uh, terminal that's like 
it's it's a terminal that's like in this like kind of like cage kind of thing. Oh, that was the first with, one I did. Really? Because the, the, the way one? I was messing around with the beast, I had like figured out like I had made it so that I could get inside of the cage somehow. Because mm. at this point, I didn't even figure out the electricity yet. So yeah, like that, I got that. I, I actually like I I got stumped on that one for like maybe thirty minutes because I couldn't figure. I thought it was supposed. To, I thought I was supposed to do it a certain way. Yeah. Um, and I just kept trying to do it that way, and I was like, oh no, I'm wrong. Um, the uh the boss battle. How do you feel about the boss battle? So the boss battle was probably the hardest one I've had so far in the game. Um, I can see that because I'm so used to just being being able to bombard somebody. But mm-hmm. he has the shield, and I was like, oh, crap, I've got to dodge because he's just eating me up. Um, so I initially figured that out, and then he changed his thing where he uh, – so essentially the first wave, he was, like, dashing to you. He's hitting you with arrows, or he's hitting you with – I can't remember what he's doing. But he eventually dashes towards you really quickly and mm-hmm. takes out, like, half your health. Um, and I've got, like, 14 hearts at this point. And then you finally figure out you have to dodge and then flurry attack. You'll whittle him down to about halfway, and then he switches up his stance, essentially. Then he starts... This is where I couldn't figure things out for a while. It took me about 10 minutes of just dodging his attacks, trying to figure out what to do. He, like, throws down these metal pillars and then shoots lightning around them, and they explode around you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it took me forever. Eventually, you figure out you can lift these uh, conductors up from the ground because they're metal with your magnesis, and I just floated it over Mm -hmm. towards him, and he hits it. And it hurts him. Um, and I think I only had to do that once or twice. And then he kind of reverted back to his first uh, phase or his first stance. And I was able to beat him. Is that kind of similar wish... to what you did? Yeah, that's exact. That's exactly how I went okay. about it. Because you, like the... you cannot use arrows or anything against him. He deflects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My favorite part is how they use like the the uh, magnesis, like the magnets. Yeah. In like the like it plays off the dungeon. Well, it really does. Um, and also, like, it actually is a thing you have to, like, think about for a second. Because, like, I, I think I died twice. No, once. I died. Um, and, like, I spent, like, a lot of time just, like, running around. Like, what am I supposed to do? Because I was going through all my abilities, trying to figure out, like, why, why can't I da- damage him? Yeah. Why, why, is he, why does he keep attacking me? And then, like, I think at a moment... And the it spirit clicked. is, like, the spirit of the dungeon is, like, you have to get around his shield. I'm like, I am. I'm behind him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was doing... Yeah, I was doing the same thing. Um, and I was like, I, I try to get behind him, but he keeps like turning towards me and like, uh, yeah, at a certain point I was like, wait, these are like, he, I, I don't know. At a certain point, it, 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 I think it was like the game design, uh, thinker in me hit that you. like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what would, what do they want me to do? And then I'm like, well, he has this specific thing that he's doing. Like he's throwing these like electric spikes or things at me. And they're actually missing. Like it, it hit me that like, dude, they're they're the aim on this is the aim on his attack is so horrible that it has to have ha- I have to be able to manipulate this thing somehow. <laughs> and so I used the magnets and I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Um, but once I figured it out, I was like, yes, yeah, this is good. And that's like, like the this. the tick of his game. Like this mo. Like once he figured it out, it's like boom, man, I'm so smart. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that this probably. Yeah, this is my favorite dungeon in the game. In the game, even my favorite boss fight, even. Uh, yeah, it was or maybe well, really well it, of like the four like dungeon boss fights, this is my favorite one. Yeah, probably my least yeah. favorite aesthetic and just environment to be in, but definitely the mm-hmm. best structure of quests and and just dungeons and bosses in my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah. even like regarding like the 
um, the I, I like the fact that this that the, that this area of the game leads you up to Grudo Desert or Gru, the Grudo Town. Yeah. Like and Zora did this too. Um, I think this is the thing that Rito kind of missed out on is the fact that like when when you're on your way to Zora, the uh, Zora Kingdom, you I can't remember what it's called. Is it called? It? Yeah, you you see like the there you see glimpses of it, and then like the Prince Sidon is kind of guiding you the way on the way there. You see other Zora on the way there, and you kind of you you're, you by the by the time you're there, you've already gotten to know who the Zora are. And the Gerudo uh Gerudo Town situation, like it does a similar thing of like it takes a while to get there because like you kind of had to like figure out like, okay, how am I going to like survive in this area? Like it's yeah. too hot over here. Um, and also you have to like do this thing where you go back and forth. And by the time you actually get there, you're like, Oh, I'm already familiar with this race of people. Um, and I'm already familiar with like their culture and like, they don't like men and like all this stuff. You're familiar with all that. Yeah. And so um, I feel like that's, I, w- I wish they did the same thing with Rito in some way. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed this whole area. Same here. So we are at 57 minutes, Blessing. So I figure... Oh, great. We can we can go ahead and wrap up. We'll get within your... That was totally unintentional. It just, you know, that's, oh, yeah. that's how we do. <laughs> um, so real quick, I'll, I'll do plugs and all that. And then we're, we've got a tale from Hyrule this week from Nato Johnston from Four Yanks, One Aussie. They're a hey. c- comedy podcast that I, I actually listen to every week. Uh, FourYanksOneAussie.com. Go check them out. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard NATO's uh, story from Hyrule yet, Tale from Hyrule, but he's working on it right now. He's going to send it to me by the time this goes up. So I'm assuming it's good. I love NATO. I love his stuff. So I assume he has something fun to tell us. He just describes the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so that's how I beat Ganon. <laughs> yeah. I will make sure there's no spoilers. Um, or I, there won't be any main story spoilers. Um, yeah. So follow us on Twitter. I'm at It's Van Aken, I T S V A N. A-K-E-N, Bless is at Blessing Jr. Blessing Jr. on Twitter, exactly how it sounds. Um, you can follow the show, uh, or you can follow OK Beast at OK Beast Now. Uh, you can follow my podcast, my main podcast, Pixel Pulse Radio, by going to pixelpulseradio.com or going to Pixel Pulse Radio on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and review to Breath of the Wyland on iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. Those really help us. Thank you for everybody who has taken the time to do that, for real. Um, new episodes every Friday, video version on Monday. I think that's about all the plugs. Hey. All right, bless. Say bye to the people. I love you. Goodbye. As I tie up my freshly caught horse at the stable, I see a strange man off to the right looking into the distance. I walk up to the man and inquire what is troubling him. He explains in the distance a part of the mountain range appears strange. I take out my slate and view it for myself. I agree. Carvings. Something I can't make out at this distance. I have explored the southern facing side of this mountain range, but never this northern part. So I think to myself, this is the next part of my journey. I set off with my old horse Prince until the base of the mountain and begin my climb. It has been a tough climb, only making it to rest points here and there on my ascent until I hear a rumble in the skies. The rain was on its way. The next point was still far above, but I was way over halfway there and there was no point going back down. So the race had begun. I leaped and leaped until my arms were burning and I could not leap 
anymore, but I couldn't stop now. The ledge was only just there, and I dig deep. I reach, I reach. I feel nothing for what feels like an eternity. Am I falling? Is this the end of my journey? And then I feel pressure, hard stone beneath my hand, and I am holding the ledge. I pull myself up and breathe like it is my first breath. I had made it, and this was my chance to rest while the rain passes. There is a break in the rain, but the sky had not cleared. The race was on. There would not be a big enough break to get the whole way to the top. I make it to the next ledge just before the next shower begins, but this time it had not come alone. Bang! The sky cried. The thunder and lightning had begun. I feel a crackle, a sense of electricity in the air, all around me. A horror washes over me. I am still in my night armor. And I am a lightning rod on the edge of a mountain. Faster than I had climbed the mountain before, I was into my underwear. And as the first bolt crashed to the earth any meters from me, I feel like a sense of relief wash over. And I was in for a long wait. The sky was still dark. I walk to the edge of the cliff and take a seat and think back to the journey that I have made to this point. And much like this climb, there was still a long way to go. But the memories and people that I have encountered on this journey have all made worthwhile. The sky eventually clears and the rest of my climb proceeds without any hassle. And I reach the final edge. I pull myself up onto the great plateau and faced with a large carved wall covered in ancient ruins. It's part of my story had not ended. It had only begun. <laughs> <laughs>